three, two, one. Welcome to Sober in the States Basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Jorge and Alec. Episode 11. Episode 11. That's it. That's the rhyme. Fun fact, not a lot of things rhyme with 11. So y'all are saved today from my terrible, terrible rhymes, because the only thing that rhymes with 11 is heaven. And seven. Yeah. But what was I going to do? Just make a 7-Eleven joke? Because I, I honestly yeah. tried. I tried to find a way to fit 7-Eleven in there, but I was like, I already said 11. So it's just not as great. And then I just sound even more dumb. So I just, I just saved myself. Episode 11 is episode 11. So it's episode 11. Alec, how are you doing? We are here. We're back for another week. We haven't gotten the uh, the show hasn't been canceled yet. So that's always fun. Um, we're out here. We, uh, yeah. I, I, we didn't get to say this last week, but we made it to double digits. How about that? Dude, we did. I was just, I was just so caught up, you know, I was so caught up in the moment that I, we didn't even, we didn't even like cheers our episode 10. We have made it this far. We completed our first decade of episodes. How cool is that? Not really, but it, you get, you get what I'm saying. Okay. So how would you rate those episodes though? Like, like how, how are we doing in your eyes? How are we doing Alex? I mean, it's been fun. I'm i uh, I'm going to rate it off the intros though, not the actual show <laughs> because that's more fun. So, um, what was it? Seven and eight were absolute or er, eight and nine. Eight and nine, two eight that nine. you had that were phenomenal was great. Yeah, and then eight. the the last week episode was a uh, that, that was a little tough intro for you. Um, high expectations, and uh, you couldn't really pull through. But you know what? It's here. It's another week, and uh, can't complain too much. Let's talk some basketball and so rare. You know, listen, listen. I'm down for the so rare. Okay, I'm down for the basketball. All I'm saying is that I just I I play with the cards that are dealt to me. Get it? Because so rare cards. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> 11, 11 just wasn't it. And 10, maybe I was just off my game. Maybe we'll see what we could do with 12. But so rare, once again, giving us the content. It's like, dude, it's like they've infiltrated our texts at this point. Because they didn't know that we were recording early this week. By the way, we're recording early this week on Wednesday. But they still, still managed to drop some news on us. Got some incredible things happening in the server seats. One that I'm incredibly excited for and for this show in itself. Alec, what, what, what did they announce today that uh, kind of has this buzzing? So before I, I spoil the surprise again, I mean, this is the second week in a row. It feels like that we've talked about something on last week's episode and then the following week it came true. Um, so last week it wasn't as fun. It was the scarcity updates where you had to have a full lineup of that scarcity. Ooh, hot takes on last that week. Too. We talked about private leagues with friends and what do we get this week? Private, private leagues, leagues with, with friends. friends. Hey. Couldn't have come at a better time. Um, the timing on that is perfect. Let's uh must credit us by the way. Um, we're going to take full oh. credit on that. Yes. Thank you. So rare team for actually putting it together. I know you guys actually did all the work and came up with that idea, but just for fun, we're going to take credit on that. So um, we got private leagues, which is really cool. And and just kind of looking through it, like rather than setting it up for one specific competition, it pulls everything that you're in. Um, so, I mean, I'm looking through ours now, which by the way, we'll drop the, uh, the link for it and in, uh, in the post note show. Um, but looking through it right now, I mean, I'm in all of these, but I think two or three competitions just because I didn't submit a lineup for it. Um, it is yeah. Common no cap and limited champion just because I didn't have enough good cards for it. So um, we're in it in all of those. And I think I'm in either first or second in all of them. Um, but looking at this now, we got to, uh, we got to talk to Chris about his limited underdog lineup, kind of a, 
kind of slacking a bit, but that, that's what we're here for. We're here to have fun. We're here to talk so rare and uh, let's get it. Listen, like you just said, I was not expecting because I, w- I was expecting kind of like a little bit like kind of what they did with the Global Cup. And then this just kind of blew me out of the water. Like I, I made it just for the podcast. Like Alex said, we're going to do some incredible stuff. We don't know what yet, but you should join it so we can track along. I'm sure down as far as the season progresses, we'll come up with some fun little games, little side things, kind of maybe do some giveaways. I don't know. We haven't hashed that out yet, but that's not important. What's important is that in all three limited competitions, I am in first place, by the way. Thank you. And not too shabby. Hey, but what you were saying, though, is the fact that like if you're in if you're in this like friends group, like it shows you the standings with all your friends for all competitions that you're entered. And that is one of the coolest things. I I am so incredibly happy with it. Like, dude, the world, the potential, it's just it's there. What do you what, what's what's the one thing that you like you want to do most? What's the one thing that you want to like really, really get out of this personally? Uh, I mean, with the um, the private competitions, I mean, it's really just directly playing with friends. Um, I know I've talked about it before, but my bet with uh, with Chris for baseball is whoever has a better um, common week in uh, in baseball gets uh, Chinese food for free that week at lunch. Hey. So um, rather than us just simply saying, hey, I scored 125 and he scored 150, we can see it on the leaderboard. You can compare it. It's right there. If you want to print it out and put it on the uh, on the board when you get into the office, you can like whatever you want to do with it. Um, but I, I think just the fact that it does it automatically, um, which real quick, you said you were in first in all three limited competitions. Oh, that just um, changed, dude. We just had a quick little score update and you are now in second place. Good, sir. I request you check your sources. Ah! Um, dude, no, that literally happened live fun. on the show, live on the show. I'm hitting I'm just I, I went back to go look at my gallery. And then by the time I went back to play with friends, I went from second to first. And I was like, oh, I'm going to say this for sure. Um, but no, I'm excited for it. It's, it's fun. It's an easy way to just just play with friends and compete and um, also kind of lets you just see what your friends lineups are directly. Um, so rather than everyone kind of just mass sending in their lineups like, oh, like, look how I'm doing. Like you can see also like you can check up on your friends. Like if someone's absolutely kicking ass one week, like you can see it. And it's like, that was fun. Like, yeah, I got my ass beat this week and he beat me by 40 points. But like you're looking at the actual leaderboard and it's like, I mean, he finished top 40, top 50. Like that's pretty sweet to see. So um yeah it's it's great i'm excited and i think couldn't have come at a better time as a you know as we get ready for christmas day here and all those uh those big games coming around the corner dude yeah and like as you were talking i was kind of thinking about it i was like now you can kind of do some little spying on your friends and like or other people you know maybe some like <laughs> whales or some shit like that you know what i'm <laughs> saying and you can see what people are kind of moving and you can see what people are li- lining up you can now check on other people's strategies maybe something you missed you know and like dude i and i don't i don't think there's a cap to how many of these you can join so like the possibilities are endless do you think so rare eventually kind of like does some like prize giveaways or like they maybe maybe they'll give us some like hats that i can keep one for myself and then give the other one away you know would you would you, yeah. would you like that though if so rare kind of hopped in and was like hey you know we're gonna give some prizes to some of these and do some like weekly competitions like that yeah, I think that'd be cool. And even kind of like what they did with uh, with the Global Cup, where I think it was you had to have, what was it, at least six people or something. something. Like it was some You had to have a certain number in, and everyone within that 
um, private league was eligible to be entered into the drawing to win. I think it was a Jersey. Um, so I mean, even just stuff like that, like if you get a certain number of people in your private league, um, every week would be a little tough given that it's a super long, um, season, but like if they do, you know, once in the first half, one in the second half or, or something like that, I think it definitely opens the door for, um, opportunity to, to give away prizes or, um, on baseball, they started doing experiences at the end of the season, which would be, oh, yep you know, really cool to see in basketball, whether it's tickets to a game or be on the, you know, I guess court side for pregame shoot around or whatever it would be. That'd be so sick. Um, I mean, you're just, you're staring straight up at bull bull as he's just absolutely, you know, shooting from the, uh, the corner three to warm up before a game where you're seeing oh, that my dream. nonchalantly pull up from half court and make three in a row. So um, yeah, it'd be really cool. And um, you know, the, the prizes would be, I think really a, a fun way to also encourage people to uh, not only join them, but also just, get their friends to to join the platform as well. Yeah, it'd be fun. And like some of the things I was looking on Twitter that I saw is people were talking about like being able to set your own like parameters for these competitions, and like making your own competitions to be like, Hey, we're doing a sober in the States where, you know, you have to play one guy from, you know, the Southeast division or something like that, or even offensive or defensive. What? 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 Transitions again, bro. Again, dude. See, you you need to start judging these episodes not on my intros because apparently those need some work. But these transitions, boy, they they butter like Bull Bull's performance left tonight against the Atlanta Hawks, four in a row, my dude. What top of the East? Here we come, Celtics. Ah, uh, let's pump the brakes Hell? a bit there. Oh, let's man. yeah, let's oh, relax here. Hold on a second. My, my my bad, my bad, my bad. But dude, offensive defensive competitions for this Christmas special that they're kind of doing, which they're not really hyping up as much as I would kind of hope. Like I would like for them to post more and like hype up Christmas. Like we're two weeks away. Christmas day is going to be a huge thing. Like, yeah, they posted the announcement and then we haven't really gotten much from that. There's jerseys on the line. There's gift cards on the line. There's tickets on the line. Like, so what are you doing? You need to be hyping this up. You need to make people really think about their lineups in the next two weeks, but offensive defensive competitions, yay or nay. Huge yay. Absolutely love it. Um, I mean, we've been saying what feels like every episode to give us more types of competition. So we're not just kind of wasting cards away um, in training and so is delivering. I mean, whether it's um, in this case, all offensive or all defensive, that kind of goes back to, um, you know, if we did, a, I guess it's on the baseball side, but, you know, there's the home run derby option where you're only getting points for home mm-hmm. runs. That would be fun. You're only getting points for rebounds, blocks and steals or you're or you're only getting points for um, offensive rebounds, points, and uh, and assists. So um, I think it's really cool. It definitely adds a whole new strategy to it. Um, I think it's going to be kind of talking on strategy for the defensive side, at least. I feel like it'll be very big men and forward heavy. Oh, it has to be. Because um, you're going to be racking up a ton of defensive rebounds and blocks, and you know maybe you're only getting 10 points a game. Um, but you know, you're know you're getting a ton of rebounds. You know, you're averaging double digit in rebounds and blocks. Uh, maybe a steal here and there. So um, I think that'll be very big men heavy. And then on the, on the flip side, obviously you're looking at very guard dominant for offensive scoring because, you know, you're looking at guys that are going to have the ball in their hand, every possession, a, a Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, uh, my favorite player, Luka Doncic. I'm, I'm slowly starting to learn who that is. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it'll, it'll be cool. And it also just, it adds more strategy to, um, you know, how you set your lineups as a whole top to bottom. Um, you know, last week we were talking about it. Do you kind of start with your champion lineup, your contender lineup? What do you do? 
um, as opposed to just kind of spreading everything out. So um, it's more potential rewards. It's more lineups. It's more, it just keeps it competitive. So, I mean, I was, I was very excited to see when, uh, when they announced that. Which one are you more excited for? Are you more excited for the offensive or defensive? I, th- I think defensive. Yeah, let's offensive, go. You can really kind of just go at it. We're like, I'm going to get Steph. I mean, I also, did they put a cap on it? I can't remember. Is it? Like uh, so it's, a one, it's 120 with an MVP. Okay. So yeah, on offense, you can really, it's basically just a champion lineup at that point. And you can kind of go after the kind big of. names. Um, on the defensive side though, you can really find some value plays where guys that are only averaging, I guess they've an L10 between like 10 and 15 on so rare but all 10 to 15 of those points are just defensive rebounds. And that's a guy that's going to be huge for your lineup. So there was um, actually, there was someone this past week. I don't, I don't remember. I was listening to someone or watching someone's like YouTube show where they were like talking about it. And like, they had like six deals or something like that. And I was just like, Holy, like, obviously that's an outlier, right? Like, obviously that's not that forever going to happen, but dude, if you can, if you can have a week like that, like dude, the possibilities are endless and I'm not going to lie to you right now. Bull bull is totally going to my defensive lineup. That boy is going to get some blocks. But I I don't even know because he's putting putting up numbers on the offense now, too. He's been scoring, yeah. I mean, so it it adds strategy, too. And I guess, um, is it only common? I can't remember. Is it only common or is it limited to that they're going to eventually flip it? So so they're doing the the same thing. So game week 18, it's going to be common all defensive and limited all offensive. Uh, Game week 20 is going to be common all defensive, limited all all offensive. And then 21 is common offensive and limited defensive. So, okay. So you don't really have to worry about like doubling up on a, on a guy to put in both, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I I have no clue if this is actually true or not, but um, if I had to guess, Jose Alvarado was probably the guy that had six steals or or something like that. Um, He's he's been killing it, dude. Yeah. Like he's just an absolute pest. He's a lockdown defender. Doesn't really score a ton. But like, especially with how like high weighted steals are, like he's a good guy. At a bio, um, I, I have to look to see if he's healthy. But um, T.J. McConnell had a couple big games a couple years ago. We had a handful of steals. Um, our guy Draymond Green would be good. Yeah. Um, for that, because I mean, he really doesn't put the ball in the basket at all. So uh, I'm so upset Jalen Suggs is hurt for this because yeah. Jalen Suggs defensive is just incredible. Just watching him on defense, and I'm like, that was like my first thought too. I was like, as soon as they announced it, I was like. I was like, Jalen Suggs, why? Why? <laughs> but they, I, I, I'm excited for these special weeklies. Like, would, would you be happier if they were kind of like piled up on top of each other? Or do you like that they're staggering them? Because I, I kind of. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that they staggered. I think it would be kind of cool if they did like stagger, stagger, stagger. And then like the fourth week of it was all at the same time. So you really could kind of do Ooh, both. There you go. Um, I do like that they stagger it though. Cause it really does add the strategy to it. You don't really have to go out and buy like a whole new gallery week in and week out. Uh, but it would be kind of cool just to have, you know, one week where you have, you know, in limited or in common, you have both offensive and both defensive and just really kind of adds to the whole, you know, strategy aspect of it too. Do you think, and I'm only saying this cause I'm a victim of this last week is Last minute, you know, I got a little too hype and I may have gone out and bought an entire team for limited underdog, uh, which is not doing too hot right now, <laughs> but it also wasn't too expensive. So like, I'm not mad. Like, do, do you think that there's people actually out here going out and picking up guys specifically for this or like, are people just using it at the end of their lineup and just throwing in whatever they have? Uh, I think a good mix of both. I think it really depends on, you know, A, how much time you have to really kind of check the market and scout and B, also just kind of what you're working with your budget. 
Uh, I mean, I went out and bought PJ Tucker knowing they would do limited or underdog limited so that way I could play him. But then also knowing even after that, you know, tournament was done, I could still put him in my contender lineup. Um, and he's a guy that's typically going to hit his L10. He's not going to over, he's not going to blow through it, but it's at least knowing that you have a guy at the end of that lineup that, you know, yeah, his L10 might be 15, but he also could put up a zero most nights because he doesn't play. Whereas he's going to always play is getting you something. So um, I, I think it's a good mix of both and really just comes down to, you know, how much time you want to put into it. Um, I mean, yeah, like I got PJ Tucker, you got a whole new lineup. So there's definitely people that that go out and do it. Um, and I'm sure there's also people that are just like, ah, oh, these are my five worst cards. I could throw them in training or I could put them in here and, and just see what happens. Right. And like, and and that's the th- and that's the thing that comes with these competitions as they start to roll these out. Like this this week specifically, the perfect example was Aaron Holiday for the Hawks, right? Because they they've gone through some injury stuff, like rotation. Who Trey Young's doing whatever the heck Trey Young's doing, whatever. Screw that guy. Well, uh, <laughs> he put up forty four <laughs> points, right? And he had an L ten of eight, which mm-hmm. was awesome. And I actually originally had him in my champion lineup, but then I started kind of like looking, and I was thinking, like I was like letting looking around and just. This because because you saw it, and I think the guys on the so sober data basketball, their strategy show, they were talking about how that first week for common no cap, there was none of the top guys in there because nobody wanted mm-hmm. nobody really cared. So they just played champion as normal. And then it was really, really easy to kind of hop in and just win without like needing these top guys. So I was like, all right, dude, I'm gonna do it again. And of course, the guys that I bought didn't really work out. I took them out of my champ lineup, put up a 44, and now both my lineups are uh not too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It, it happens to the best of us. It happens every week. But yeah, I was I'm glad you brought that up. I was shocked to see the the most common used players in uh in no cap. Um mm-hmm. like I, I for sure that would have or I sure thought that would have just been just kind of whale season where you're going out, you're buying LeBron, Giannis, Luca, uh, Steph, and then I guess I'll just throw Dame Lillard. He's the first that came to mind. Hey, but dude, really he came just, back out of nowhere and just started bawling. Okay. Put up, what, an 89 last week? Um, like but that. yeah, like I for sure thought it would just be very like top heavy. It's just kind of the all NBA first team. And it wasn't like Porzingis was one of the most common ones. If I remember correctly, De'Aaron Fox was. Um, it, they're just, there wasn't a whole lot of those big name guys. So it kind of looked like, you know, people were just kind of putting in their scraps. They couldn't fit into champion and contender. Um, which, you know, for such a small reward base, I kind of get it. But also if you have those cards and you can throw them in, I mean, you're winning a tier one or tier two easily in that. Well, uh, it's it's interesting to see. People kind of wised up this week because first place with 329 points was AD, Luca, Steph, Tatum, and LeBron. See, there we go. So people wised up. I tried my hardest. I kind of tried to throw in a sleeper pick and threw in Porzingis, which put up 26 in the first half. So I was like, oh, I was feeling good. And then he had like a back strain and then just didn't play the rest of the second half. And I was like, I was was got like, dude, I had Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, and Durant, who all put up over 50. Tatum put up 68. Embiid put up 45. Giannis, 55. Durant, 57. My uh, lovely Porzingis with a 26. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I was, Uh, I was this close, but, but. (laughs) It was in between Porzingis and Halliburton, which first game, dude, Halliburton scored one point against the Heat the other night. Like one so rare point or like? No, like one, like one point. Like it was a free throw and he missed one of them. Oh, no. Yeah. So it was like, 
I was like, cool. I didn't put Halliburton in. I was like really, really stoked. It's like, okay, Porzingis 26, whatever. It's better than Halliburton. Now he went off uh, today for uh, 48 points. So still would have been better than Porzingis. So I, th- I thought I was on the right side of that. And uh, apparently I was not. So no cap common tier three is looking like it's coming my way. But hey, I'll, hey, I'll take it. Are there any of these competitions you want to stay long-term? Uh, I mean, underdog's always a fun one just because it, it really kind of hammers home on the strategy as I was kind of talking about. Um, I, that's kind of really the only one that comes to mind at, at first. Um, it'd be cool if they kind of always rotated these in. Um, so maybe not not every week, but it kind of there's a nice rotation of um, Eastern, Western, offense, defense, no cap, and it just kind of cycles through. I guess that'd be what, every five weeks, every six weeks. Um, so that'd be kind of cool if they always had kind of one of those specialty ones. But um, underdog, I think would be a very good one to have every it's week. It's hard, man. It's it's very hard and it's, it's another strategy thing. So, um, kind of prevents you just from, from quickly clicking through the top, you know, five guys that you have and go from there. So, um, that'd be a cool one. But yeah, I think if you just, they keep rotating in something special so that we were not, you know, throwing these big name guys into, into training and just kind of watching them sit the bench each week. Well, it's like, well, it was like one of the, one of the things, like even with underdog, when I was trying to set that lineup it, it took me like an hour, just like mm-hmm. sifting through projections and like, dude, I just, I had the hardest time, like trying to figure out who I wanted, who yeah. I didn't want. And like really going after these bench guys who you hope kind of pop off. So um, I think uh, Mike, who we just had as a guest last week, uh, he did a Twitter space uh, early in the week and we were kind of like talking and somebody was talking about the underdog competition. So I went and looked. First place in the common underdog division, 186 points oh was first goodness. place. Yes, with a cap of 60. Tell me how the hell. Like, dude, there's that was luck. It had to have been pure luck. There is no, I mean, granted, they had Jordan Goodwin, which has been popping off out of nowhere. Cam Thomas, Horton Tucker, Markeith Morris, your boy. My man. And Dwight Powell. Like, dude, like, who would have guessed that underdog was going to put up 186? And that's I think insane. like that's what's so fun about the competition is like every single one of those guys in that lineup at any given point could put up a zero or can put up a 40 and you have no clue what's going to happen. It's all based on injuries. It's all based on rotation. Like you can study it all you want, but like at the end of the day, it's just kind of a coin flip. Um, and I, th- I think that's kind of what's fun. It's like when, uh, when Zach from a couple weeks ago had a uh, Haywood Highsmith, Yep. Who just like happened to be one of the only guys that the heat could actually throw out there before they had to start picking fans out of the stands. But <laughs> yeah, like you just need one of those and all of a sudden you're winning a big reward out of, uh, you know, out of nothing. Yeah. Uh, this week right now, limited underdog one sixty is top prize with an Atlanta stack, Trent Forrest, Jalen Johnson, Aaron holiday. That was a little Will Barton action from the whiz and Jordan Goodwin again. Oh, a little wizards in Atlanta stack. Okay. Guy. Okay. It's actually, it's a lot more competitive than I thought, to be honest. I did not yeah. expect for it to be like that. I was like, all right, maybe you hit a hundred, maybe you're not. I was like, eh, but no, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. Go. Bam. Ha! Dude, so prior, going back on that prioritization, should we actually be prioritizing this stuff? Like, especially the, cause I know, I know everyone always goes to the prize pools, right? Like, I get it. But for me, like, why I went out and bought a limited team was like, hey, they're giving me this competition to play. It is something different than just common and contender every day. Like, why would you not go, like, go after it? Like, why? You could play champion next week or you can play contender next week. Like, why Why would you not? What, what's what's keeping people from, like, really, really prioritizing this other than the rewards pool, which I'm sure so rare is tired of hearing. 
I, I mean, I, I think, and I don't want to hammer home on this because I understand why it's so low. So I'm not saying it needs to be raised or anything like that. I do think that the the fact that only the top 15% win rewards is why people aren't prioritizing it. Um, I get why it's so low. I, I, I want to make sure that that's clear. Like I understand it. I'm for it. Why? Um, why is it so low? It's, but it's, it's just, it's low. Help for me understand. Those and, like I get it because you also don't want so many people winning rewards every week, like especially with how many competitions there are. So like if you focus on one lineup every single week, you should win a reward with that. Yeah. But so if you're like so rare, of, you want people to buy more cards. So why wouldn't like you, you make it enticing? Buy more cards to get better lineups and all that. But like if you're giving them f- cards for free, like if you're giving, if you're giving away, let's call it five cards a week for free. I don't really then have a need to buy new cards. So like it kind of forces people to like up their galleries and I don't know. I, I kind of see both sides of it. Um, 15 is a little low. Like I think like 20 might be a little better, but like I, I get why it's low. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a tough spot for sure, but I think it does kind of force people to actually go out and buy cards as opposed to just like, Oh, like I'm going to get a whole new line of week in and week out because I'm winning rewards every week. Yeah, fair, I guess. I'm going to put you on the spot here, though. If you had to come up with a competition, the, the next the next iteration of new uh, competitions that we get, what, what would you pick? Or what would you want to see? So rare, since obviously so rare, oh, let's the show. Duh. What, what, what's, what's the next iteration? Let's see if we can uh, go three for three here. I think a rookie's one would be kind of cool, no? Because, like, you, you've got the R on each card, so you can, yep. like, well... You got the stamp. I guess the only problem then is once you get into, like, season two and three, like, it's still going to have that R on there, so it's kind of tough to do that, but... But that'd give people an incentive to go out and collect rookie cards, though. Right, but, no, I'm saying, like, rookie for each year, so, like, next season, like, it has to be a rookie from season oh, two. Oh, like, gotcha, gotcha, You gotcha. can't just have, like, Apollo rookie card that you're using in his fifth season. Like, that doesn't really, you know, seem fair, but... I, I would know, have I fun with that. that. Be, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, I mean, people would find ways for it, for sure. Or maybe you get a a Ben Simmons where his it's his second year in the league, but he somehow wins rookie of the year over Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. We're in another one of those situations. So, Ooh, yikes. Um, not salty about it at all, if you can't tell, but... No, I, I think this year a rookie one would be cool. Um, man, I don't know. I guess three-point would be kind of nice, too. Just drop it. it <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes off. So of few like and the, far between. The offensive-defensive one, those are kind of like the two main ones. So, um, I mean, divisions would be nice, but that also feels very broad. So, yeah, I feel like a three-point one because, like, you can still get a guy that's getting 15 minutes a night, but his only job is is to shoot threes. Um, so like Duncan Robinson Kevin before the heat started playing him a ton Joe Harris does that it's like kind of guys like that that's just your straight three-point specialist that you know is going to go out there he's going to take five shots all of them are behind the arc and that's all he's doing so you're talking Durant Clay Kevin Love if he's healthy uh who, who, who else he throwing in there how do you pull how do you name clay and durant and then uh kevin love is the third guy bro, that you name kevin love still has it bro no disrespect to kevin love but like no, don't you, you disrespect like, kevin love ah uh, that was that was i mean that's uh, that's it's not up there with luca but that's that's coming close to that level okay um, first of all sorry that i have memories of old kevin love okay and Real i took quick, a flyer Minnesota on him timberwolves kevin love was absolutely insane and I'm waiting for the day that his card pops because I kind of took a flyer and I was like, dude, he's eventually going to get hot, right? These, he especially hurt his thumb season. earlier in the year. So I know he kind of missed some time, but like he he should be like that and sixth or seventh cast, guy. Yeah, like that's good. a good lineup for him to be in. Um, but yeah, that, that'd be a cool one. I'm trying to think who else would be like 
one of those quick, I guess Danny Green at this point in his career would be a good guy to throw in. Um, who else? Man, hmm. I'm trying to think of like another like not like superstar name that you'd be able to kind of pick up for somewhat cheap and just kind of throw in at the back end of that lineup. Um, would that be uh, an MVP lineup to... though? Or would that be like, do we want to see like other like, like other, uh, what am I, like other points caps? There's the, there's the term. Like instead of like, obviously we got the 120, we got the 110 and we got the 60 now for underdog. Like, would you like to see them play around with that a little bit more? Uh, I mean, I feel like they kind of got the good medium down, especially now that they have no cap. Um, I mean, every week I'm always like two points short. So if they could bump it to like 122 or like 112, that would be sick. Oh, um, as far as like an additional increase, I, I mean, maybe like a 150 is kind of another that's that's not another big jump up but if you do like the 150 but you don't get an mvp oh yo so, so like almost of, like a bonus bonus points for that but no mvp so you don't get the right. full well that so actually it's, cool. it's kind of like i guess in that sense it's it's not fully an M or a champion lineup but Maybe like, like an all-star yeah it's it's something in between because like you can't just throw like a 60 guy in there otherwise you're still losing you know a 30 or points but um yeah i think like a 150 would be kind of right around there would be a good range that like it's not fully a no cap but it's also not like straight up contender okay i can see that look man i'm just saying so rare since you be listening our boy tripping b okay friend of the show great on the baseball show he's a little upset all right because he got all these great cards and he can't use them all in lineups so so yeah. rare get it together get some more competitions not just one a week we need some more because a boy tripping B is trying to play his superstars. Superstar. <laughs> superstars. <laughs> anyway, speaking of superstars, Alec, we need to find out. We didn't really get to do it last time. The conversation was just flowing. We were rocking. We were spitting it. How is your uh how how is your uh, gallery coming along? Because I know you 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 were kind of in a rebuild phase. Mm-hmm. And uh where, where 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 is that right now? How are we doing with that? So project rebuilds or rebuild, excuse me, is coming <laughs> along a little well. Um, so I'm, I'm actually not going to pull up next week. We'll pull up this week. So it's more accurate. Um, so still kind of really sticking with contender. Um, I feel like that's just kind of where I, it kind of fits more in my budget. Um, but with contender, we have Damian Lillard, who I'm a big fan of. I had a, uh, a De'Aaron Fox. So I flipped him for, um, Damian Lillard and Landry Shamit, who also is in my lineup. So it's Lillard Shamit, uh, Jaden Ivy, who's the rookie for, um, Detroit, who I'm a big fan of, uh, Davian Mitchell, who's going to be, I think, awesome for me in um, the defensive competitions. Ooh, and then I won a sneaker. Haywood Highsmith as a uh, as a really? reward last week. So um, that was that was kind of fun when I saw that one pop up. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, that's good. And then uh, still rocking with PJ Tucker. Um, and then what's this guy's name? Uh, John Conchar from uh, from Memphis, who's kind of filling in while they have some uh, some injury stuff. So yeah, Jaws Jaws been kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah, got a got some wiggle room there. So this was the first week I had to kind of make a, a somewhat tough decision with my lineup, which is the first time since I've really joined Sober Basketball. So that was that was kind of fun. That made me feel nice that I'm making progress. But let's go. Yeah, project rebuilds going along well, and uh, you know we'll see we'll see what happens. Listen, I don't want to not 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 to plug this. Uh, john morant price right now but it is at a very 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 low very enticing price for anyone that is wondering he's at the very low end of his range and obviously we know john morant might be making uh some plays over here at mvp of the uh 
Yeah, MVP, maybe, maybe John Morant MVP. Maybe I could see it. I mean, who it's, else is doing it on the Grizzlies? Let's be real. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely something that'd be uh, that'd be cool. He's he's for sure got the talent. Um, he's you know got enough help around him. He doesn't have to fully put up forty every night. So yeah, like I Luca. could see a, I could see Ja kind of slide his name in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, if if you got a little bit Christmas money, you know what I'm saying. Be like, Mom, I want some cash so I could be a DJ and buy some NFTs that you don't understand. Yep. <laughs> you gave me money to buy gas, but I bought an NFT instead. Now, walking to work this week. Here we go. <laughs> Calling it over. Oh, God. Oh, where the fuck? I was going to say something else and I completely forgot. Something about what, Ja? What were we talking about before that? Ja, Ja. Project Rebuild, Ja Morant. Nope, it's gone. But either way, buy a Ja Morant. Ja Morant. John Morant. I I picked up. Ah. What did I What did I pick up this week? I picked up. Oh, Luke Kennard, dude, for the Clippers. Ah, yeah, okay. I had to bring him in because and and this is the way that I kind of saw it. I was kind of I was kind of like looking. I had a little. I sold some cards, so I had a little bit of ETH. Obviously, can't have it sitting there. I had to spend it immediately. So I saw perfect strat, and this is the way. Like, tell me if I was right or wrong in thinking this way. Well, Luke Kennard, the Clippers have three games this week. Mm-hmm. One of them being a back-to-back, right? So they play the 14th and the 15th back-to-back. He's going to get playing time, right? They're obviously going to rotate. People are going to be out. So I was like, hey, I'll get Luke Kennard. Oh, and on top of that, freaking uh, Zubak. Zubak. Yes, sir. My boy was questionable, too. So I was like, all right. like The Clippers are having some problems. Back-to-backs, there's no way Kawhi's playing all those games. There's no way Zubak is playing those. So I was like, I took a flyer with Kennard, and he put up 21 points for me in a contender lineup. So, hey, there he was. I, I brought him in, and now I'm in for a Tier 3 right now, hopefully. Yeah, it's definitely a team to go after, especially with, you know, John Wall is not going to play a back-to-back. Kawhi Leonard's not yeah. going to play a back-to-back. Um, Paul George has been kind of banged up this year, so that's that's more minutes for both of those guys. So definitely a, a good pickup, especially with three games this week. Yes, thank you. There you go. Getting yeah. the cold, getting the I alpha right there. Yes, let's go. Make me feel yes. good about it. It would have been way worse if I wasn't winning a reward. I probably wouldn't have even brought it up, but I did. So we're gonna we're gonna bring it up. Hot takes, give them to me. So NBA season twenty five percent. You said you had earlier one. in the year. Um, my hot take was that the Golden State Warriors will be just fine, even though they had a really slow start. I questioned you. You questioned me. Um, I am I am going back to that hot take, and we are flipping it around. I think they are in some big trouble here. They can't um, win away from home. They're what are they two and eleven? I just saw the notification and I lost it. I think they're two and eleven on the road. Oh, uh, and that's because they just won one. Because I think it was just one. Yeah, um, they're very good at home. They're great at a uh, is it? I guess it's the Chase Center now. It's not Oracle because they moved. That's so I never under really never understood that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they can't win on the road, which is kind of a problem come later on in the season in the playoffs. Like. That's cool that you're great at home, but like you gotta go on the road at times. They are they're twelve and two at home and two and thirteen on the road. Yikes! And this like, is Golden State we're talking about. Yeah, like they haven't really had chance. too many injuries. Like, well, I guess Steph I think got hurt tonight. Clay's been Clay's been off his game really all season. But um, yeah, that's at first I thought it was just kind of the whole Draymond thing, and they'll get through it. But well, I mean, well, Jordan Poole's been popping off. Like he, he's Jordan been having Poole's really, been, really good yeah. games. He's like, been earning that contract, but yeah, I mean, you have to be able to win games on the road. Um, and they have the worst win percentage 
um, on the road. The only team that's somewhat close to them is the Houston Rockets, who are three and thirteen. Hey, and the Houston Rockets are also nine. They're on. They're on Wemby watch, boy. They've they've been on Wemby watch for for the season. They're doing it the, the right way. I, I wish the Bulls would either get good or fully tank for Wemby. But right now, this this little purgatory stage that we're stuck in, where we're close to the play-in game, but we're also close Not to even, the dude. like top four pick. Like y- y'all got to well, finish games for that, bro. Yeah, it's just it's so frustrating. Meanwhile, I think they're in OT right now against the Knicks. So kind of saving that for after the show. So no spoilers <laughs> as we're recording a podcast that'll by the time you guys have been listening to this has the game will be over by two days. So Alec already cried tears. Yeah, that, tears. that's probably going to happen. Um, it's either going to be me celebrating because one of my friends is a big Knicks fan. And every time they play, I get to I get to talk shit, which hasn't really worked out well this year. Um, so that would be a huge win. Um but no, it's I, I don't know what's going on with the Bulls here. It's it's bad. But yeah, hot take. Golden State Warriors kind of in some trouble um, and got to figure it out fast. Yeah. Well, let me add fuel to that fire because their next four games as this time of recording, obviously, Philly away, Toronto away, the Knicks away and the Nets away. Their next four games still away. Not easy games. Especially still away t- and very tough games, too, at that. So that's. Especially a Toronto team that the Magic just whooped in a weekend. And they're very, very big mad. And I actually, this was a, let me pick your brain on this one too. So obviously, I'm very happy that the that the Raptors completely just got destroyed by the Magic. Woo, woo. Sent us on a four-game win streak. Woo, woo. So I was like, okay, they just lost to the Magic. Nobody wants to lose to the Magic twice, right? So I was like, all right, bet. I put Van Vliet back in my lineup, which I've been trying to, I've really been thinking about selling. Because I've just not been happy. Just hasn't been producing this year. The Raptors are good on defense, but their offense is a little, eh. Oh, oh, by the way, OG Ananobi right there for the defensive competition. Before I even forget Sign right now. Him. Basically anyone on the Raptors while we're at it, just just spin a wheel and pick a guy. You'll be all set. On oh, defense. not Scotty Barnes. Because he's another one. I picked up a flyer on his way back from injury, and he's been kind of flopping too. I, I, yeah. I bet big on the Raptors, and I kind of failed. But Van Vliet put up 74 points. So rare points against the Kings tonight, boy. My dude found out that I was trying to sell them and trying to get rid of them. And just he heard the put, rumors, yeah. Oh, he heard, but dude, that was the thing. And that's the way I and I haven't really I never really experienced this as much with like playing MLS and so rare football, but mm. stuff like this like really, really impacts basketball. And I think we talked about it like earlier in a show that like you get these like moments or like things, or when uh Giannis it was Giannis and the Lakers. And LeBron and Giannis just went at each other, which is what probably one of the greatest games that I've watched this year. So it's like mm-hmm. if you literally have to like take in consideration these personalities of players, like things that happen, like you had to know that the Raptors, after losing to the Magic, they were going to come out swinging and they were going to pop off. Yes. And sure enough, it paid off perfectly in my champion lineup. And yeah, it's great. So it's fun when it works out, isn't it? Yeah, I, I know. Like again, if it didn't work out, I wouldn't have brought it up and I just went fully ashamed <laughs> and I would have tried to sell them again. But I just had to pump my bags here for a second. You just uh, got to keep saying that you're selling him after every week, and he's just going to be clicking out like 70s and 80s. It's that that's the way to do it, actually. Honestly, yeah, because I was about to sell RJ Barrett too, and I had I benched him last week, and he just went off, and so I put him back in my lineup. He's doing okay right now, but yeah, apparently all you got to do to win is so rare. Screw the projections, just just talk shit. Just out loud say I'm going to sell this card this week, and just watch what happens. 
I'm sure that's the way it happens in real life, you know? Yeah. You get benched, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, damn, maybe I actually got to play a little bit. And all <laughs> oh, what's it? Do you have another hot take for the NBA? Uh, I mean, Golden State's a big one. I'm kind of I'm looking at the standings real quick to see what stands out here. Um, early on, I also said the Cavs were going to be contenders in the East. They're the three seed right now, so kind of proud of that one. Um, oh, here's no, yeah. I mean, I I guess a surprise is the Miami Heat being 13 and 15 this year. Well, because um, Laurie just they they took a flyer on Laurie and he just completely just he popped yeah off he like he hasn't really worked out as well. Jimmy Butler has been solid but hasn't really like i feel like he hasn't stuck with that like superstar that he had he or he showed in the bubble at least um yeah i mean that that one's kind of surprising i feel like i haven't heard anyone talk about bam out of bio this year because he's been he's been in and out too with injury hasn't he yeah he's been in and out but it feels like even when he plays like you're not really seeing anything crazy from him which is you know they really need him to to kind of be that big body down low um so yeah that's uh that's kind of a big one for me and i don't know I, i mean I guess another one with the Bulls, like part of me hopes that we don't make the playoffs. Actually, I guess it doesn't matter. It's the Magic's pick anyways. So, hey, um, you know, anything but top four. Actually, no, let, let, we're, we're going to the Bulls are going to tank and get a top four pick this year. So right. With a top four protected carries over next year. All right. All next right. year, they're going to get a top four pick again. OK. All right. So that way it carries over the following Ooh. year. And at that point, it becomes a second round pick. So listen. Ooh tank really bad this year and next year just to keep those first round picks and you know it, it's ride. funny that i used to i used to like really and I, i've said it to you before that i was really mad about that trade in the past but it started to really pay off because wendell carter jr has. and my boy franz wagner okay yep. my guy screw scotty barnes i think after last weekend we know we know who should have won rookie of the year i think we know now they should have never gone to Scotty Barnes. He hasn't proven it. Franz right now. Oh, oh. Looking real nice. I, I've been playing his common card in a lineup just about every week. So it's it's been working well so far. Hey, dude, I'm here for it. And dude, kind of going up. But how you were saying how Bam hasn't really showed up. His price is really, really low. And dude, he's actually been putting up scores. 32, 48, 28, 49, 36, 25, 42. I think he's just been like really quiet. Like I feel like he's yeah. just not passing the eye test, but he's putting up so rare numbers. I guess like, I, now that I'm looking at it, yeah, he's averaging 23 and nine. So and he's cheap. Um, well, yeah, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I take that back. That L40. Mm, mm, yeah, that's gonna be tough. Mm, for, for getting like okay scores, but still in and out, like. Do you really, really want to use him? That's a very low price for an L40, but the scores I also don't think are high enough for that. No, he he he's he's barely hitting that L40. Like, yeah, he'll spike, and when he does spike, he hits it, but it's not. Because it kind of it looks like this season he's going like really his average is thirty. There's let's see, no, his average. Yeah, I guess his average would be forty, but he's either hitting thirty or fifty. There's no like consistency in the middle. He's just kind of bouncing up and down. Like you never know what you're gonna get. Flat, yeah. Huh. That L10 is not really changed. Like, I mean, I'm not really running the math on this, like off the top of my head, but like, oh, I'm not either. Just looking at these scores, yeah, like it's it's a straight up, down, up, down, up, down, and it alternates every game. So, like, you're not really getting those weeks where he's putting up that big sixty, and then it, it's yeah, it's that's tough. Well, they uh they play the Spurs, the Bulls, and the Rockets in their next three games. So, hey, that might be a pickup because uh the Heat are winning all those games, buddy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> even argue with that. Like, I don't that's know, maybe a- that's the one game the Bulls decide to be good for some reason. But yeah, it's that that's going to be tough for sure. So I know you have you have a longer you have kind of a longer term view when it comes to like these cars. You don't really like flipping and out of them like you like buying guys and like kind of like holding them. Is is mm-hmm. this a buy and hold for you? Because obviously he can't put up those scores. He may not do it every week, but with the correct matchup, he's hitting and his price is pretty low. Is this something that like that fits your parameters or somebody you'd be like, hey, you know, I I, I would I would go for a bam. I'm going to say no, and I'm probably going to come to regret that. But just because when he does outscore his L10, I don't think it's by enough. Like his L10's 40, like he's put up 58 once, but then his big scores are like 45 and 46. I guess he had two 49s as well. So like he's only outscoring that projection by 10, which when that L10 is 40, I'm trying to look at what Damian Lillard's is right now. Um, let me see real quick here. Like he's a guy, like Dame's a guy that like he did the other night where he hit, what was it, 11 threes? Right. Um, like he's a guy that can put up points and numbers. Dame Lillard's 42. So with, with Lillard, I feel more confident that he could put up 60 to 70 with ease. Whereas Bam can maybe put up a 50 and that's kind of his peak. Mm, so like, yeah, he'll saying. be good at getting you about 40 to 50, but that's kind of, that's kind of the top of it where like you can get a guy with a, a either slightly lower or higher L10 that like can fully pop off. And it's the perfect, you, you bought him when he was out injured still, didn't you? Yeah. When I made the trade, it was, he was still a week away from coming back. Mm. So that's that, that kind of worked out. That was more of a long-term play um fox was going up at the time he had just put up like a i think it was like a 60 and a 65 it was something where like he had a really good like full week of games um so i kind of used that to my advantage knowing that his l10 was going to kind of come up um and lillard was somewhat close to injury so um that was kind of nice um but yeah it's i i I think i kind of won that trade um but yeah i kind of stay away from from bam if i'm kind of playing long term there did you sell high on fox uh yeah very high um, oh, as man. soon as I saw them, he's his price started going down the next day. So well, yeah, that one felt real good. Because his scores um, just plummeted. But I didn't yeah, even realize that see. he was putting up 60s, high 40s, yeah, 60s so I, and 40s. It's been in the 20s ever since. I sold him the week of Thanksgiving. I forgot the exact day, but it either would have been like the 22nd or 23rd, um, which was basically like his two highest peaks. And then it has slowly been going down ever since. Um, which is his, his plays like decreased a lot. Um, cause at the time I sold him the night before he put up 66 and then he has, he's only scored above 36 once since then. Um, which, which is kind of tough to see cause he's very young and promising, but I don't know. I, I'm also a huge Damian Lillard fan. So even if that trade didn't work out, it just kind of goes back to like the fun collectability where it's like, I'm watching Lillard anyways. Now I get to watch him in my solar lineup. Yeah. I, I love football. I guess I'm not that mad at Fox anymore, but he is, he, he's putting up 51 points tonight, apparently. And, uh, <clears throat> coming in, coming in hot back on this, uh, bam kind of talk. Um, and, th- and this is another thing to consider. And when I do have the time, I, re- I haven't really had the time this past like two weeks, but dude, I'll sit here and I'll crunch these numbers. Sometimes bam is having a high score coming off. He's having a 58 come off the board, right? And if he has a 40 in the next game, his L10 is going down to a 36, which is now starting to look a little bit more promising. And yeah, he's a low true. price. Does that, does that change? Does that change the way you look at him? Or you're still like, a you're not a little not gonna... bit. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess his L10 is going to drop from 40 to 37 or 38. So 
Um, I, I, I still think it's not, it's not worth it enough. Um, I think if you're going to go after a guy that has an L10, I mean, I don't know what the exact number would be for me, but I'm just going to say around 40. Um, if you're going to go after a guy that's got an L10 of around 40, make it a guard because it's a lot easier for them to score or to blow way past that than it is for a big man. Um, or they'll, like, they'll have that, sh- the, sh- the shooting percentage and right. Have you'll have usage. like that whole thing where like, if you're a big man, like you're getting a lot of those points just from rebounds. Um, and you're really also not scoring a ton of like you're not going to have a night where you're scoring 40 points unless you're Joel Embiid or or Giannis or, or Bull Bull. One of those. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I could see it, bro. This man gets his rebounds and just puts he's it on in the my bucket without jumping. Team, so that'd be cool if he put up 40 one night, dude. But yeah, like a lot of those points I feel like are coming from rebounds. Whereas a guard, like you can have a Steph Curry that puts up 50, but then also gets seven assists and like five rebounds. So I, I think if you're kind of once you get to that high level of an L10, I think it's a little better to to focus more on a guard. Um, but also just kind of depends on what else you got in your lineup and um, kind of what the the back half of that lineup looks like for you, too, with the uh, the rest of the L10s and caps and all that. There's just there's just so much there's so much going on in this dang game because, uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been I've been very vocal. The fact that uh, I've, I've been having fun trading in and out of cards. Well, I'm at a point in my gallery right now where I have a lot of, uh, and this is just over time where like guys that I bought low that I kept, their L10s are now really high. And all my low L10s that kind of really like peaked massively and popped, I sold. So now I have, I am very, very top heavy and really, really struggling to like fit in guys and like that back end and like really, really optimize my lineups. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, fun fact, my ETH balance looks great, but <laughs> My uh my SO5, my uh actual fantasy game uh results have uh taken a hit because of it. It's, it's all in the long game. It's it, it, it's it. all hey. in the long game. Hey, but if I have the ETH, I could buy the cards, right? Like, oh, exactly. If you got the ETH, you got more cards and you're uh all of a sudden now that that uh those scores are going up and you're winning more rewards. So um definitely kind of a, a good way to look at it. I I wish I was kind of into the training or it's not training. Um, trade ding more i i hate training lineups i still set them but just to get the the xp but oh, you gotta um if you ain't it's, doing it's them. tough to kind of see some of those big lineups in um like i think i had a i guess it was last game week um i think vooch put up 50 something Whew. in one of my training lineups oh dude i've, um, I've benched vooch for a couple weeks now and yeah he always pops off and i'm like dang it yeah he put up where is this here I, oh yeah i guess it was last week he put up 57 in training um which was tough but he also kind of that whole week before was in the the mid to low 30s so i was it you know it's kind of one that's of those my things problem. Like, that's my problem with vooch yeah. is that I, I love vooch obviously coming from orlando like i still have a little love for vooch and it's like he's just so inconsistent and, and, it, and it hurts because it's like all right i can put him in my lineup and i like watching him in my lineup so i'm like Haha, i get to watch vooch but at the same time it's like you never know what you're gonna get with him and that almost makes it not worth it but I also exactly. refuse to sell him because he's Vooch. So he's just right. forever perpetually in my it's it's gallery. I I guess could you call that a lose-lose? Like you're never gonna sell him and you're never gonna get that money on him, but you're also not putting him in a lineup because you don't trust him. So it's just yeah. kind of more of like the sentimental value to him. I guess would that be a, a good way to put it? Or I guess I mean at that point it becomes priceless, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like it's like my Al Horford uh jersey, man. Like it's it's one it's of those, one those things, things where like you're always I keeping, love it. Yeah. And it's like some like, and I find myself this a lot. I when I'm setting my lineups, I like to put in guys that like I like. So like mm-hmm. when I my first iteration of lineups every week is 
a whole lot of magic players. And I stare at it and I'm like, this is dumb. Like, this is so dumb. It's a terrible strategy. <laughs> like, I know these guys aren't that great. And I know they're not going to hit those scores. But like, it's like, I just want to put my guys in. And right. it sucks. And yeah, Al Horford, like, it beat me up because I think they had like a back-to-back and they had another game. And I was like, look, Al Horford doesn't really play the back-to-backs. Like, it's well known. So I was like, okay, he'll miss one game. And then he'll play the second one. Didn't play the second one either. And I was like, oh, no. no. I was like, oh, man. But the only reason I kept him in there was because he's Al Horford. And I love Al Horford. So this game stresses me out, man. Oh, Oh, by the way, signing a huge contract with the Celtics. He's staying for another like two, three years, I think. Yeah, good for him. Dude, let's go. And he's put. Okay, let me tell you about Al Horford right now. I don't know if y'all been sleeping on Al Horford or not. But when he peaks, like he could put up some scores. He is perfect for a contender lineup, and uh, he will he will put up some numbers for you, good sir. He I feel like he's up- a guy like without looking at the scores, like he's always going to be a guy that he's not going to put up flashy numbers, but he's just going to have that solid floor that like you know what you're getting out of him night in and night out. One hundred percent, you're getting high twenty, low thirties. Like mm-hmm. obviously, it's not the greatest. Obviously, you want to smash more, but even but against he did it recently oh he put up 41 against the nuggets so it's like he can spike and because he typically like he saw it he's always in like the 28 range like 30 range which i think is perfect mm-hmm. right it's perfect for that contender lineup you could always throw him in and like you said you always know that you're gonna get him and yeah he's not flashy but he's at solid points where you don't end up getting 15 19 points because you put in a low l10 to fit in more superstars so yeah every lineup needs i I think that's also kind of how I've been attacking the strategy is every lineup needs that one guy that you know exactly what you're getting out of. Every it's lineup great needs to have the superstar that can go off. It's great to have that low all time that maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. But like to have that guy, you know, you're getting 20 to 30 out of every single game week is I think huge. Cause at that point, like you're just, you're not taking a loss on a player. Like no. you're still getting points and like, you're hoping that someone else takes a huge risk, like throughout their whole lineup and something doesn't hit. And so I think that kind of boosts it, which not to say that you want to set a whole lineup of guys that are going to be solid, but I mean, I've kind of always had one guy that's just always going to be, this is what I get out of him. And I'm perfectly fine with that. So go out and buy yourself an Al Horford is all I'm saying. Yes. Listen, Alec, it's that time. You know what? You know what time it is? Oh, boy. Oh, you know, the little swipey swap, little sweep swap, little swipe swap, nip, nip, swap, catch swap, catch swap. You get to swap the card? Going back to Dalen Terry or what? No. So we are done with Dalen Terry. We have Markeith Morris, who had a very big week or very big night on Monday, I think it was. No, Maybe it, it was, was Sunday. last weekend. Um, the was, Nets were the without weekend, like seven or eight guys. And so he put, he played like 35 minutes and, and had a real solid nights, which boosted his L10 up. So um, I think we're officially off the floor from Dalen Terry, That um, which great guy, Dalen Terry, big fan. But that that was very tough when I couldn't get anyone for him. Right, um, just right. seeing that L two at ten. So to, see, to this is what happens, be right? Because you had that pick where he just put up a massive score. Which do you know what it did? Like obviously, I think I had asked you earlier, and you didn't really remember. But did it? How how high up did his L ten go? Uh so it's at thirteen right now. Um, I want to say it was at nine. Okay, there you go. So now you got that little boost, little, uh, little boost, boost. I'm trying to see exactly what he scored here. Um, he scored 37. Uh, and since then, he's put up 0. 0.4. And that's the only game that they've played. Um, but it boosted it, which is kind of fun. 
So that that's good. Um, I'm going to officially do this here. Um, so we have Keon Johnson, Peyton Pritchard, Ken Birch, who is Ugh. on your Toronto Raptors. Um, used to be on the Magic. Kankar from Denver <sighs> and Isaiah Livers. So I think off the top of my head, Pritchard boy towards towards Peyton Pritchard, just because I know the yeah, he kind of he kind of sees the floor a bit. But let's quickly see um what these rotations are looking like before i actually make a move um isaiah livers is out so we're gonna we're gonna pass on that uh, uh, and Keon johnson come on does not play so welcome to the squad peyton pritchard i got to see him play in college once which was very cool big fan of his when he was at oregon peyton pritchard welcome to the squad let's go boy Oh boy. All right. So I went with the Mike Mascala last week, right? Which he played a game, didn't really do much, but uh, you know, we get there. So uh I got Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan, Lindy Waters the third, freaking Corkmaz, and Garrison Matthews on the Rockets. Garrison Matthews, I won him as a reward recently. I know he doesn't put up the numbers, but he has an L13, which is kind of cool. And he gets minutes. And he does get minutes. Kind of all you can ask for, yeah. It's really not that great. Like I, I, I threw him in. A, I think I threw him in a my contender lineup or something. Uh, it didn't go too hot. I don't know anything about this Lindy Waters guy. Uh, Where, you, OKC. Uh, yeah, OKC. Am I really gonna he, go from an OKC to an OKC? He has not played in the last week. All right. Well, either way, DeAndre Jordan is awful, dude. I I hate I hate DeAndre Jordan so much. And Jeff Green, which I have two limiteds of because I'm holding the bag because I tried to make a trade Ooh. that uh, didn't that didn't go my way. So if anybody wants a Jeff Green limited or two, he's in Denver, isn't he? Yes, he is. Which he he is getting minutes. I actually have him in my underdog lineup this week. He was one of the guys that I already had in my uh in my uh gallery, and uh, he, he's doing okay, I guess. But uh, yeah, good one. I mean, looking at his last three games, he's played 18, 17, and 18 minutes. So. Um, at the very least, he's seeing the floor. I don't know what he's going to do for his yeah, L10 or he, kind of well, what he, you want to do that. But he, he just came back from injury. So he's kind of getting his feet wet again. Uh, but let me tell you a story about my guy, freaking Corkmas. Because since day one that Sober came out, I have wanted this card so bad. Because I want to buy, I want to get a freaking Corkmas. I want to put him in my lineup. I want to watch the Sixers. I want him to make a mistake, and I just want to scream really loudly, "Fucking Corkmas!" Because let's <laughs> go. Like I just want to be angry to be like, "Fucking Corkmas!" Like no, like dude, I have literally wanted his card from day one because I was. I remember day one, I was watching the auctions, and he was just going, going, and I like saw his name, and I was like, "I fucking need this card." I was like, "I need a freaking Corkmas so so bad," and then he recently popped. Because we, when the Sixers like had like all those injuries and stuff, mm-hmm. had a crazy price spike. I was really pissed off because I wasn't in it already. And I mean, he he gets some minutes. He's doing all right. So it's either Jeff Green or Fork and Cork Mass. But do I really want a third Jeff Green? Is the question. Is Jeff Green the new Aaron Law? Is is Jeff? Let me rephrase that. Is Jeff Green the basketball version of Aaron Long with Chris? He might. Do be. we want to make that our guy? That for some reason, because I, I think I know I have a comment of his. I don't think I have a limited, but do we want to make Jeff Green the guy that for some oh. reason we just have a ton of for no reason at all? 
Yeah, let, let's just let's just take my L, right? Yeah, let's just yeah, be like, exactly. hey, while you're holding the bag, here's this. Hey, man, I gotta catch you in this competition somehow. So oh, of course I'm ooh, gonna give you bad so advice. So you're trying here. to derail me here? Okay. Maybe. What's what's Jeff Green scoring tonight? Is the real question. He's playing right now. Six. Okay. That's not good. <laughs> that's Yikes. not that's not any better. And they have. Do they have one more game this weekend? No. Oh uh, no, I'm going freaking Corkmaz, dude. Just because. Just because I need no, because no, because I'm gonna have to get rid of them, dude. Panic! Panic! All right, you know what, Jeff Green, whatever. Okay, welcome to the squad, Jeff Green. Jeff Green, welcome to this club for the third time. I get okay. I guess I have this weekend. I play the Lakers and the Hornets, so I might get lucky, and he might pop off. Yep, that game is on Sunday. So if I'm lucky and they play the Hornets and he has a good game. I might be able to get a little bit more L10. So Muscala was an 11. Jeff Green is a 10. So I went down a little bit with the hopes that he pops off against the Hornets as he just came back from injury. So there it is. Yeah. Jeff Green. And that is this week's card swap. Another week. Another successful. I promise. 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 I will get a graphic so that we can post them on Twitter so that y'all could follow along as we go. I've just been incredibly busy, but. I already got some ideas floating in my head. I just haven't actually physically made them happen, but it will happen. I promise you that. It'll be cool. It'll be colorful. It'll have all the crazy pictures on it. It'll be a good time. You'll have a good time, just like we're having a good time. Fun time. <laughs> Woo! Fun time. Anyway, Alec, it's so much fun. Just Always just, a pleasure. Just getting to shoot it with you sometimes, you know, no pressure. I ain't got to worry about impressing no guests or... Knowing what I'm going to talk about, I just get to, I don't know, whatever comes out of my mouth comes out of my mouth. So whatever happens, happens. I'm for Ooh, it. Yeah, let's go. Anything else you want to get off your mind? Anything you got to say? Anything you want to do? Well, I just saw the final score of the Bulls game. Um, I will lose? save that for the listeners lose? on Friday. No, just kidding. Uh, uh, we lost in overtime. Let's again. go. Um, I mean, lost by, I think it was eight. Oh, um, no. So that one hurts. But uh, as as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we are now one game closer to a top four pick in the draft. Woo! Wemby season, baby. We are shifting all focus to Wemby season and to keeping that top four pick. Even if it's not Wemby, we get to keep the pick this year. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with the Bulls. <laughs> it's making me upset. All my teams are terrible. Um, Yikes. That's it. Here we are. Benny the Bull. Poor guy. He's so sad, probably. Anyway, Tragic. Magic won four in a row. Massive organization. <laughs> Top of the East. See you next week.